This call Hello. is being recorded. Hello, dear. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. Hey, uh, I thought it'd be cool to do something different tonight. Okay, what's up? I thought. I thought instead of being together in person in our very posh house, uh, <laughs> living our life of luxury, sipping on our lavender tea, <laughs> that maybe we might record a podcast over the phone because I'm working up at the farm and you're working at home, right? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. Okay, hit him with the intro. Hello and welcome back to the family table. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Noah. The coffee pot is on. Pull the chair and let's chat. How's that? That's good. You know, we'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. Don't worry. It's good. It's good. We'll, 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 we'll tighten this up later. Ah, All right, yeah. listeners. Um, last week, you met us when we were in the dark during our power Ooh. outage. We ended up having power. We ended up not having power for a week. Um, but we are back in business with power. But now the pressure is on. Um, we would like to really move out of our current house and into the farmhouse. So that's what we're doing. So as Noah mentioned, we are not together right now. Now, listen, don't let that be a rumor started that, like, we're yeah, separating. Jesus, Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, we're physically, well, we're currently not in the same home. That's even worse. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. um, you got to be careful. You're going to have so many suitors banging down your door in, in yeah. just a few moments. Oh, man. Is that, a, is that a knock right now? That's it. So, no, Noah and I have been doing a lot of divide and conquering. Um, I've been at our current house and packing up, trying to get everything moved out. And Noah has been at our future house um, just trying to get it ready for us to move in. So, a lot of divide and conquering, but things are going well, though, right? Yes. And I, uh, and I, I wasn't kidding. I'm literally up at the farm working, so you're going to hear me banging on stuff a little bit and, and putting stuff together. Currently, I'm in our laundry room, and uh, I've been put, I've been plumbing today. It's been a fiasco. Uh, I'm currently putting in our shower head and uh, doing the plumbing to get the shower supply there. I've already got the drain in, but I've been to Ace Hardware today three times. Uh, and I need to go back, but they're closed. So uh, it's just they the way open. I roll. What's that? So they don't stay open just for you? Yeah, they probably would. I could probably call Hunter and the gang, and they would open up for me. But <laughs> I know I know all their names. I had some of them in school. Uh, it's just it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, well, I, I always would. So what I like is yesterday. You called there to see if they had something before you had to go to Terre Haute or not, and they did have it. But you called, and they were like, Ace Hardware. And you're like, oh, hey, it's Noah. Like, you didn't give a last name. You didn't give anything. You just said, hey, it's Noah, and they just knew it was you. Like, they just knew. What's that, my brother? Right, right. Yeah, I know. So, I know, man. Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of money there. It's they're good to me. I usually can get what I want. Um, but it's just been kind of a frustrating, uh, plumbing is my kryptonite. Uh, I, I just struggle with it because 
It's frustrating. And I always, it's mostly just the, the waste sign. Like, there's always a piece I don't have or that I grew up wrong and I got to redo it. And so <laughs> it's just always a fiasco. True. It's true. So, yeah. Um, it's been, I feel like it's been a really good week. It's like the week has felt long but short at the same time. Um, yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. Lots of recaps. Talk about. So I think we told you last. Did we tell them last time? No. Did we tell no. them what? I think we. I think we the last podcast. I think it was last Friday. The last podcast. Thursday or Friday. So something big happened from our Murphy house to our farm. Oh, that's right. All of the animals successfully moved. To the farm. Maybe we did. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember telling them, but uh, yeah, it was a a big deal. If we told you already, just act surprised. But all the animals moved. 139 chickens, seven goats, two dogs. So all we have left here is Annie, who's our corgi, and um, our two cats. But it was a good move. Everyone seems healthier. Everybody seems happier, which is just really encouraging for us as we all move. Hopefully, we all feel that way. We move healthier. Yeah. Yeah. So a really great move. Uh, we had an addition to our to our chicken area this week. Uh, somebody that Noah and I went to high school with. He builds um, pin boxes, like lane boxes. They're super sturdy. Such high quality. Um, so we ordered uh, four of them. They each have 10 spots. So we have now 40 hen, um, hen boxes. And like we've only had them for a day, and I felt like there's already been a little uptick in egg production. So I'm really happy with those. It's just chores now are taking like no time at all. It's just all around a super great thing. So yeah, uh, that was a bit, don't rush over that because that was a heck of a thing. Uh, that really took a lot of coordination. You were a beast. You <laughs> caught you caught all the chickens uh, at our old house because it was just a mud pit. Listen, we built that originally for, what was it, 12 chickens? 12 chickens, and we thought maybe two goats. Yeah, one, maybe two goats. And we ended up with 139 and seven goats on this right. quarter-acre run. Uh, it was just way too much. You know, like I heard I heard farm people talk about, like, pressure on the ground or whatever. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. We, blew, we blew that ground up. It was yeah. uh, crazy. I did not like it. I knew I was holding out because I knew we were moving, and I knew they would be happier. Uh, so kind of the only thing that kind of kept me going. But uh, they are so much happier. They're dry. We moved these birds that I hadn't seen very much of, and they were muddy, and they looked gross. We moved we them and put... From a drought to, like, days of rain yeah. in a row. And it was just, yeah. like, really awful. Like, it was just everything was wet and soggy. It was just really rough. Um, it was really rough. So they all look so great. They really do. Yeah. A couple of days with clean uh, shavings in it, and 
there was birds I didn't recognize that were these. I felt felt bad for them when I'm moving, and then they're just like these beautiful birds all of a sudden, and uh, yeah. I was real excited for them. And they're producing well, and they're safe, and they're all together, which is the first. Um, yeah. And the yeah. goats are doing great, so it's a big win. Big win. Uh, well, it was good. Did you do something different? My, my oh, I just moved my phone because I'm moving rooms. Uh, oh. My parents helped a lot with with getting every all the animals moved. Um, you know, my mom, she grew up like her high school years living where we're moving to at the at the farm, um, and she like had cattle, she had a few pigs and stuff, but chickens definitely are not like her stick like at all like the very few times we've gone anywhere um she'll come and check on things so it's definitely not her area and she like was carrying chickens for us and i was just yeah. it was so like i was so proud of her and i'd be like don't drop this chicken like we cannot <laughs> cannot we'll be chasing like, it for the next 45 minutes if we right because like they you know because they were all stirred up and out of um their routine so I was like if we drop this chicken like it'll be hard to get it caught with everybody else packed up so actually we, we were saying thing, we were we were saying things like follow Amelia's example <laughs> I know Amelia our daughter she is like the chicken whisperer um yeah she's really good nothing nothing like nothing scares that child like nothing uh she we had the turkeys you know for a while and now they're like huge they're like probably closing on 30 pounds and she still thinks like she can get in there and like pick these turkeys up and I'm like listen I bet you could but I don't think you should try to pick up these turkeys that was big the goats are doing great they're with the they're with the the dogs out here and I'm their fence isn't quite done yet but they're in a a pen that was as big as the pen they were living in or the field the fence there at the old place. I don't feel too bad for them. Yeah, they're yeah they're doing really well and they're covered really well out of the sun, um, so they're really doing great. They um, next week, a week from now, we'll be in our 4-H fair. So we have three of our goats going to the fair, which is super exciting, and um, so just like that's on our mind too. Um, you know, the power being out was a bummer. Like, it really was. It was inconvenient for a lot of people. Um, we, you know, we, we were safe. We luckily, like, had a place to go to cool off and reset. Clean up. Uh, but something that really did for us was it helped us feel really disassociated from our current house. Like, there's <laughs> cleaning off, like, drawers. Or clean out drawers. Um it really helped us feel this associated in this house. When we came back from the power being out, there's really minimal emotion to this being a home to us at all. And that really sort of like jumpstarted us of like, let's get out of here early. So that's our plan right now is we have the 20th to be in here, but our plan is to be out of here this week. Um, so that was like a, a silver lining blessing to the power being out like that because we still had some emotions um, with, this current house and leaving it, but that really sort of helped us lose, I guess, lose all, lose all emotions to it. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I think the kids are coming along to that too. 
They are, yeah. Right. Thank God for 80 mile per hour straight winds and, uh, you know, the lack of power for seven days. We, we, I, I'm pretty sure we were the last to get well, power. Every, every day our, like, we would get an update and it would say, like, start out with 9,000 customers and every day it went down. And I swear to you, the last date was like 200 customers. I was like, we are those customers. Like, that is our neighborhood. Yep. So, but yeah, I'm grateful to have power back and to be back in the 21st century, right? Um, are, you, yeah. are, you saying, are you saying that like you're not sure if it's the 21st century? Did you get confused? <laughs> Listen. Like, I, know, I know you wish it was the olden times, but yes, you are. I, it, you know, I I I consider myself a like fairly intelligent person, like fairly. I mean, most days. <laughs> Some days, it's in, in the day. There's this chemical Noah tells me that helps your brain, and I I forget like by this time of night, like I'm forgetting things. I just like I think I've just used up. What's that chemical, Noah? No, you tell me. What's that chemical, Elizabeth? <laughs> I'm gonna guess because I. It has the name Sarah in it, I think. Maybe not. What? Not even close. <laughs> acetylcholine. It's acetylcholine. It always has the... It's a neurotransmitter. So, at the end of the day, I run out of that chemical, and I just get, like, worn out and forget simple things. So, the, today I forget what um, what century we're in. So, there's that. There's that. So... All right, so other updates we have going on in our life. Um, the farmhouse, you would, like, not even recognize it. It looks so much like a real home. It's fantastic. Uh, the flooring is finished in several of the first floor rooms. Um, the Both bathrooms are tiled. The laundry room has flooring in it. The homeschool room has flooring in it, and the kitchen has flooring in it. On this this week, our hardwood gets installed, and hopefully they can squeeze the carpet in this week too. So we're really close. Like we're really getting close to that. Noah's been working really hard to get the plumbing ready to go. Um, my dad finished up electrical this week or this past weekend, um, so that's really fantastic. Uh, my mom did all the painting of the first floor of all the walls. Um, I got all the. They look so good. Like, I feel like um, until this point in our life, we've chosen a lot of neutral colors over the time. So we kind of just like, do some, like, real colors. Like, um, and I've been so happy with it. I mean, H room becomes my new favorite. The tile and the homeschool and kitchen, we've had this tile for, like, a long time, like, since, like, I think it's November. And to just see it, like, now in place and grouted and set, it just, like, really came to life and made it – I just am so happy with it. Um, the tile, I really thought I would choose a very neutral color, like a, a cream or a gray or whatever. And But I kept being really drawn to blue tile, which I feel like is not what I would normally choose. But I really, like, kept being drawn to blue tile. And so then I was showing my great uncle a picture of the tile. Uh, he – is the last one of like that generation who was born and like born and lived in that in the house originally. He was he was born in the house 
and he was the youngest of the five. Um, Brad set fire to that house. He was the he was the first one to set fire to the house. It'll be another story from the day, and <laughs> um, we'll let him tell it one day. And um, I was telling him this and showed him, and he said that my great grandma, who we called Mom Bradshaw, she had blue dishes, blue kitchen dishes. So I just find that really, I really like that. It makes me feel even more connected to like the the past. Um, generations that live there to know that there's these little things like this that we can honor and sort of add our own spin to um, to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you like? If we are not doing, like across from you, like doing this, uh, like there's no playing on like cues or like signing to each other as we're talking. There's none. If you hit me, I've been rambling on too long or anything like that. Right, or you see me like saying wrap it up or cut it out. Yeah, wrap it up. I'm ready to go to bed. Um, wrap it up. Not, yeah. Um, no, I mean, between that, our fair starts next week. It does. Which is does. big for us. And we uh, chose chickens. We're going to take a turkey, uh, two bantams, and a silver laced wine dot bird. Uh-huh, and then, why don't you give everybody a, I'm getting ready to mark, measure, and drill a hole or three. So why don't you give a rundown on how the dog show went? <laughs> okay. So we actually, Henry's already finished one of his 4-H projects, and that is the dog club dog show. Um, Henry shows our oldest dog, our Collie Murphy, in dog club. And like, dog club used to, like, show up and show your dog. Like, they've been working so much with this dog club program. They started in, I think, in January, um, meeting and just learning without me, without the dog. So just learning about dog handling and learning all this stuff. And then in March, they started meeting, like, once a week. And then I forget when they started meeting twice a week, maybe June. Um, I mean, May, and they started meeting twice a week, and they, I mean, with the dogs, where they do some obedience, they do showmanship, and they also do agility. Like, if you see the dog shows on TV where they're doing, walking on the seesaw or doing the boardwalk or jumping through um, over, like, jumps or going through a tunnel, they they, they do that with the dogs. And um, so it was a two-night show. The first night was... Obedience and summonship. The second night was agility. Um, Henry worked hard. He, he, you know, worked with Murphy. Did all the stuff, but Murphy just did not perform well. Like he really not do very well. Was in a mood between his first year and second year of dog show. The first year they're fully on a leak on lead. Um, doing all the sit, stay, heal, all that stuff. All the, the second year, they're fully off leave. They have to, like, walk with this, the 4-H'er. They have to sit. They have to stay. Do all these little tricks. And then also agility, so doing all the tricks off lead. Um, and obedience and friendship went okay, but agility just did not go well at all. And I felt really bad for Henry. He really, like, kept his composure and, like, kept at it. It just was not. It did not reflect 
the hard work, hard work he put into it, and I feel bad. Yeah. Um, part of the, I feel like part of Murphy's, part yeah. of Murphy's downfall was especially in agility. Um, Amelia and Arthur and Benjamin and Elliot were sitting, like, in the front row, and Murphy, like, spotted them, like, right away. And he kept being really drawn to where they were sitting, like, going over and just, like, going to the gate where they were sitting, um, which mm-hmm. was kind of interesting to me. And then also, like, kind of interesting to me is, like, he's a collie. I don't think collies are bred or made um, high jumper, whatever. But I'm like, there are some kids out there that need to be herded or, like, give them something for check. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get some sheep out here to put in a right. pen or something. Right. Have a chicken loose and tell him to bring it in. He'll do it. So, He'll do that. Uh, he, like I said, Henry, like, Henry did not lose his composure. He really kept kept going. I was so proud of him. But he was definitely discouraged. Um, and I actually was kind of nervous he might not do it next year. But I think since he's had time to reflect on it, he really is fine with it now. It's a good, really good group. I think he'll bounce back. Um, hold on just one second. <laughs> Okay, that was good. Sorry about that. Got holes <laughs> in the shower. I was just and, thinking, like, just don't get injured on the phone. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear. I, I don't know if you could hear me drilling a minute ago or not. I was trying to yeah. be quiet. Honest. Well, I got two more to do here. Let me just talk a second while I'm doing this. Uh, but, you know, I'm real happy that uh, the kid that won the agility, uh, oh, you know, he did, a, he's I was, such a good kid. He's a good oh, boy, and he worked hard, and uh, just real happy for him. Yes. And I think they, Henry was happy for him. He was. He's so happy for he. Yes. Henry does not care that he didn't win. I think he was just yeah. disappointed that Murphy behaved. That was where he was. Um, the 4 er who won yeah. who won Grinch of Agility, everybody, like all the 4 er's just cheered for him. And I, honest to goodness, I started to cry because I just love this kid. I just love this kid. And yeah. I think he just really deserved, like, he really worked, he worked hard and it reflected. Yeah. And he had no idea that he won either. When they no, were like saying who, they like they like uh, say all the different places. The first class. Yeah. And I think he honest, honestly watching his face. I think he thought they forgot to call him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think oh, you're yeah. right. Last hole, last hole, please hold. This call is very important to us.
our uh, handle, the hot cold water handle. And that was nerve wracking, but I was paying a lot of attention, I'm sure. Right. As I as I chit chat and whatnot. Right. So dog show dog show was a big success. I'm happy it's over. Uh it did eventually kinda like it ended up taking like a lot of time, but it was a lot of good time. And, oh yeah. Uh, it was it listen, it was wonderful. Uh I just wish I wasn't trying to build a house right in the middle of it. Um it would have been it would have been better for me, but it's not all about me. I get it. I'm glad you know that. It's not always about me, but occasionally. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm currently packing up Noah's dresser. That's what I'm working on. And oh, there cool. are items on here that have been lost. And I'm like, oh. Somebody stole it. Somebody stole it. Right. Like, I, I, like Noah's drawers, we could fill a toolbox for between screwdrivers, WD-40, I think yeah. every color Sharpie. So now I know where to look when things are missing. You find Hoff in there? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, so flooring's done. All this is going really well. I'm trying to think what else. What else is? Um, I'm just thankful to have power back and uh, to see people not lose their minds so much right now, like it's starting to become more normal and a little more appreciative of things. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, it's something about people's true colors when that comes out. Like you always say, like don't hold people too high or don't meet your heroes because they're just going to you know disappoint you. I had a little bit of that, like, when I would look on Facebook and even see, you know, we we have a, a group around our place, and you might have something like this. It's called Chatter. Uh, might be, like, your town gossip or something like that. But this is the group where if, if an ambulance is... Yeah, I would say if an ambulance is driving down the road, this is the one where I got some of those said, ambulance going south, who's got it? You know, like, right. just trying to... Keep up with things. That was just the absolute uh, mess of a show this week with having all the power out, just trashing everybody. And you kind of expect it from that group, but then I've seen it from other people who I respect more. Part of it is like, I don't care if you think it, but you don't have to say it out loud where it's going to live for eternity in written form, you know? Just I off on high horse. Yeah, yeah. Know any topics you want to talk about tonight? Uh, any topics I want to talk about tonight? There's lots of them, but did you have anything off your head you want to talk about? No, I think um, a topic that, and um, I don't know what other people are going through, but I know in our in our community, in our circles, there's been a lot of sadness, I feel like, going through the community and um, in our circle. And I think something to remind others of and just to remind ourselves of is to offer grace to others and kindness to others. Because I feel like there's a lot of people going through a lot of big life right now, um, good and bad. And I'm not talking about no and I personally. Um, it is good in our world. But it just there's just a lot, don't you feel like, going on? 
Um, yeah. So I think we're we're entering that season like of adulthood where you heard stories of things happening and it was like, oh, it was all from afar, or for he's a lot older than you, or you know, that won't really impact. That's sad, but I'm not really impacted here. And now it's like, oh. We're the adults. Yeah. We're the adults now. Oddly enough, you know, we're going to be looking at 40 in a couple years here. That just baffles me. I know everybody goes through this and it's like, man, Backstreet Boys was just popular yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, time is really flying on me. And, uh, it used to be that those things happen to other people, and now it's, like, happening in my world, and I don't... It's the people we know. love, but... Yeah, I don't really know how that happens. And, uh, you know, like, we had an experience where a, a relative of mine, a young man, passed away. And it's just, you know, people get taken too quickly. It reminded me a lot about my brother... And we went to the funeral, and it's just one of those things where it's like, I remember going to the funeral homes, and my mom and dad would go, and they had, you know, they would go up and say something, and I would just be the quiet one. And now we went to the funeral home, and it was us to try to offer some comforting words. And just uh, just a lot of big life happening. Change is the word I was kind of thinking about when I was talking about, like, the other subject. Like, yes, moving is a change, but... Man, we have had both had experiences of the ending of a season and the beginning of a season uh, in our work lives and our, you know, what church we're going to lives. And, and there's a lot of um, closure that needs to happen with each of those. And uh, the older that we get, the harder, more, more personal we take things, the harder that we, it is to make any of those changes. Mm-hmm. Um, the more we sometimes the more we'd rather just live in denial than actually make any changes because it's yeah. comfortable and it's what we know sometimes change is thrust upon us like I was saying with the example of a, a person, an individual passing away and sometimes change is just there waiting for us to make up our mind if we're going to go and do it or not and um, we're in that season right now in the last Oh, let's call it 20 months. Uh, you know, we've, we've made a difficult decision to change churches, which was the closing of a, a door. And it wasn't like, we're out of here, as you know, and some people do. It just was time to make a change for us and to just try something else for our family. And that was really hard because we had people we loved there. And we weren't, you know, not like we were saying we were going to see you again, but Things are just different at that point. And then we, on the other side of that, we find new people, we find a new church, and, uh, you know, we really get comfortable and get to know those people, and there's a lot of great things that happen there. And, you know, we we change churches. Everybody went through the changes with COVID and being apart, and there's a lot of psychological changes that go along with that. Uh, But when you decide to change jobs, like, just for the record, I don't think you ever should think about changing jobs, but we both know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the silent 
churning of the mind, and maybe it's time to the point where. This Hello? call is being recorded. Just a reminder that this call is being recorded. Sorry about think, that, friends. Uh, I think we timed out on our app we were using, so just to put a pin on that. Uh, all There's a season for change. The Bible talks about it. Uh, there's a time for everything, and you're going to encounter that in your life, and it's okay that it's hard, as it is. Sometimes you're going to be sad about a change. You'll be happy about a change. You're going to need a year to, to adjust to some changes. Like us leaving the house, uh, it's taken us, when we decided to move here, 13 months ago or so? Well, more than that. that. I don't know. March it's all been a blur. Yeah. And I think I remember uh, learning one time that grief isn't just about the death of somebody. And I think mm-hmm. that there's the grief of losing something or someone, but also grief can become from change and just the loss of something familiar and all that. And um, there's definitely a, a grieving process in, in a lot of areas of life. And I think sometimes we don't recognize that, um, whether it is changing jobs or changing, you know, your social setting or church or whatever, um, but just allowing ourselves to feel those emotions and to and to go through it, I think, is important. Um, you're you're yeah. really good at doing doing the counselor thing of verbalizing to people. Oh my gosh, it must have been so hard for you. And uh, <laughs> saying th- like saying things out loud that you would want people to say to you. And so, like, mm-hmm. if I could encourage people that either are going or have other people going through change, it's so nice every once in a while to hear from another breathing individual, like, oh, my gosh, are you doing okay with that? Are you, you know. Um, the validation really... of people. Yeah, we're, we're uh, also helper people. Like, we'll be like, we, you and I always jump in, is there anything that we can do? Can we make a meal? Can we? Uh, you know, we rattle off six or seven things that we would like to do. But most, more often, it's just better if you're just like, hey, yeah, that's really tough. I, you, know, you must be really going through something. I'll be thinking of that. So I'll be praying for you. Um, and then you know, following up wanna... with that person, like following up whether it's in a day or a week or a month or when you see them next, um, yeah. that's important too. I think it's easier for me sometimes to process or to deal with things when I can be helping in some way. Like instead of just like sitting I'd rather be, like, doing those things. And mm-hmm. um, it also makes my prayers feel like they have feet on them, that they have feet and they have hands. And feet. I'm doing... I, thought you said, I thought you said heat. I'm like, whoo, heat's not no. really uh, what you want in a prayer. That's coming from somewhere else, you know what I'm Feet. Yes, feet. Yes. Feet, because there's... Doing something. It's an action. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going through change, but life is a constant state of change. I can't freaking believe that we have a 10, an 8, a 6, and at the end of the month we'll have 4-year-olds. Like that kind of change is moving underneath my feet as if the earth spins, and there's nothing I can do about it, and there's nothing I really even notice except every – 
12 months, I, I look up again and like, wait a minute. Uh, and I'll be driving in five years and four months. Uh, right. You know, hypothetically. Well, and just like that our babies really aren't babies. Like, they're four. Right. Um, you know, that's just strange to me because uh, we, we had five kids in six years. And I said we were in baby mode for so long where, like, yeah. I like I just recently bought a purse for the first time in a decade because <laughs> I carried a diaper bag forever, and you know just like those baby years are are done. Like that's just, it is. It's a weird. I can't talk about it a whole lot because I get choked up because it's just it's so crazy. Like, huh? Yeah, you, you get a little eclipse. That's that's tearful I and do. Yiddish. <laughs> But it's also been nice not to buy a pack of diapers for two years. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't miss that at all. I, mean, I don't think we'll ever oh. not have not have baby wipes on hand, but I, yeah. I just broke something. I just broke something, but don't worry. Don't How worry. you do. Okay. It's all right. You uh, need an excuse to go see your friends at Ace. Hey, I get to go back. <laughs> Time, Jill. I just drilled the uh, the top part where the shower head goes. I forgot about that. That's my last holy drill. I promise. Mm, I've heard that before. Said that. Said that before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah I, it's weird to wake up and you know there's some changes that hit you in a day. And there's some changes that hit you in, over the course of years. So having the ability to kind of roll with things. It's also really good if you can find a partner in life that is also able to roll with things. I think that's one of your and I's best strengths together is, uh, A, when I'm down or, or freaking out, you're usually calm and got it together. And both of us have been through enough, like, uh, interpersonal skills or uh, counseling skills to be able to like talk each other off the ledge and reassure each other. That's not something everybody has nor needs. Could you but... imagine if we were both freaking out at the same time. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Then then you should worry. Don't worry, we would take we would take to the Brazil chatter and everybody <laughs> would know about it. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. So uh can can we tell the uh, Amelia Earhart story. <laughs> Should we end on that? Just to add a little like humor. Yeah. For, for okay. So, um, <laughs> and people are probably like, "See, it's funny." Oh, why do things is hilarious? Um, so our our kids, I'd say all five of them, they yeah. are all history buffs. Like they love mm-hmm. learning about people. They love like the history of things. And we have found these really, um, really cool books, and I'll look at the title of them. And they talk about different people. Um, I gotta type my password. Hold on. Well, while you're telling that, uh, while you're looking that up, 
Um, I, my favorite thing in life is when my kids go to a museum and ask a question or point something out and the curator or the little guide there is like, I don't think that's right. And then they have to, they come back in 20 minutes like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. That's happened right. to us a couple of times, most recently at the Lincoln Museum. Uh, he was talking about one of the generals that was on the porch, or was a statue of some generals on the porch, and one was great, oh, yeah. the other guy, I can't remember the guy's name, but Elliot's like, oh yeah, and this guy uh, was in his cabinet and ran against him later, and the guy's like, uh, no, this was just a general. And then we're going through the exhibit, and the guy tried to sound like, uh, yeah, you're right, I'm wrong, uh, I went to college for this, but yeah, you're right, good job, six-year-old or eight-year-old. Right, right. Uh, so the books are called Show Me History, and they're sort of comic book style, and they talk about all different um, history figures. For example, we have, like, Abraham Lincoln, Alexander Hamilton, Susan B. Anthony, Amelia Earhart, Harriet Tubman, Sacagawea, like, those are a few that I can think of. Helen Keller, we talked about Helen Keller recently. So yeah. uh, we are, so right now, I think Henry and Elliot both just finished the, Hel- or the Amelia Earhart one, and then we also had a couple other books on Amelia Earhart that they read also. So they've really been in talking about really fascinated the, with her disappearance, with her disappearance, and sort of the, the conspiracies behind it, or or the theories also of what happened. You know, when what do we think? Do we think she survived it? Do we think it was you know all the stuff? So Henry. <laughs> Or Elliot has asked us about like what he thinks and told us, and um, and Amelia loves it because her name's Amelia. But then Henry says, "Oh, well, um, she was actually a spy." And did you know that Amelia Earhart was working for Eleanor Roosevelt's husband? Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. It, no, it stopped. Like, it took me a second. Like, it kind of hit me at first. And I was like, Eleanor Roosevelt's husband? You mean the president? Was <laughs> it Franklin Delano Roosevelt, like one of the most consequential people? But, but, but and he, he, Henry was like, yeah, but Eleanor Roosevelt was really important, too. She did a lot. And, I mean, I I laughed so hard that my stomach was hurting. Like, it was the funniest and the funniest thing ever. Like, it was so yeah. funny. Yes, and he was just like, why is it so funny? And so then, like, uh, it led to a really good conversation with, with the, the kids that Noah had with them. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, I was just saying... Uh... Uh, by the way, when he said that, like, woodsies all around the country rejoiced and gave high fives from wherever they were. Um, just I that. went to an all, hold on. I went to an all women's college, and we were we St. Mary the Woods College, so we referred to each other as woodsies for those who aren't familiar with that. Go ahead. I mean, I got my master's there, so I'm technically a woodsie, but nonetheless, um, you got the meaning because whatever. And I was only named alumna of the year, and they had to change the name to freaking freaking award for me. But you know, right, right. It's all about you. You're right. You're right. Um, <clears throat> so what we were talking about Henry, and he he thought we were making fun of him, but I was just like, buddy, it's just so funny 
to me. And refreshing. That, <laughs> and refreshing that um, we've been we've been fighting is a strong word. We've uh, women have struggled advocating. to be recognized. Yeah, advocating. They struggled to be recognized on their own merits for everything for like their entire existence. They went from property to barely recognized to you know rights to vote, but be quiet and be in the back. Now we've come full circle and we've done a good job raising you, in my humble opinion, to where you don't you didn't just say this was the president's wife, but you gave the president the back seat and you put some respect on her name. <laughs> And it's like and it's like I don't know six wave feminism or something like that. That's a pretty balanced approach to life. I I just really enjoyed it, and uh, I just really really had a good laugh about it. Right, and it's been good. It was cool. It was cool. So for uh, next time you pick up a dime with Eleanor Roosevelt's husband's face on it, you think they thank Henry her. Charles. Yeah, we thank her for her service. And and Emily Earhart's working for her husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah. The the kids were introduced to the idea of the concept of conspiracy theories, and like we were like at some place, and so I was like, yeah, and you can think about, and they started rattling off three or four things. So guess who's been getting hundreds of questions about conspiracy theories all week long? <laughs> Roswell, New uh, Mexico. <laughs> right. They they had a whole play about Roswell. And now they're like, wait a second, there's aliens there, you think? And so we've been having to do all that. Calm that one down. Yeah. But okay. That's a, that, that can be it for tonight. I'm going to piece these two phone calls together. I'll also take a picture of the shower that we all built together. Huh? Hey. And, uh, and post that so you all can feel like you were part of something here, even though you did absolutely nothing, and I did all the work. Um, but, um, you know, it's a team effort. That's, Y'all are you're, just, you're Elizabeth Coley's husband. That's all. That's <laughs> all I ever wanted to be. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.